Do you want to make a change in your career and don't know how, let alone where do you start? It's so normal to feel overwhelmed with where to begin and how to meet all of the different questions that come with how do I pivot into a career that I actually want? In today's episode, we explore what to do when you need to make a career change, but don't actually know the steps to take to make it happen. Welcome to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. I'm your host, Siobhan Barnes. Together, we'll be exploring how you can pursue a career and life that's meaningful and impactful, both to you and to others, and that doesn't require you to hustle and grind 24-7. I'm passionate about you getting clarity on your unique career path and to make empowered decisions on where to and what's next from a place of alignment to who you really are beyond your corporate persona, title, or societal expectations of what you should do. Join me as we talk about all things career, intuition, soul work, feminine embodiment, womanhood, and leadership. Hit subscribe now to never miss an episode. And if you want to get clear on your unique gifts and soul leadership, take my free soul archetype quiz over at siobhanbarnes.com forward slash quiz. So often I speak to women about their careers. Should they make a change? Should they do something different? Should, should, should. When it comes to thinking about your career, it's so easy for the shoulds to come into play. And my question that I always unpack with these women is, well, should according to who? So often we feel like changing our external circumstances will make us feel something different. And logically, yes, this makes sense. But truth be told, what's at the heart of our frustrations or challenges with certain situations isn't necessarily the actual place that we're working at, the organization, the role that we're in. Oftentimes, it can be something within us. And I'm not saying this to say that there's anything wrong with you. Quite the opposite. I think you're fabulous just the way you are. But deep down, we are all running subconscious programmings as to how we show up in the world, how we operate, what we value, the default way of being a human in the world. When I left my corporate job, I thought that when I started my business, I would find so much meaning and purpose and that things would feel a lot better. And they were for a while. I absolutely love what I do and I find so much meaning when I can support a woman to go from feeling stuck in a particular challenge in her career or business and to see her light up when she finds a solution, not just from a place of should, but from a place that really aligns to what matters to her and what really feels like success in her body and in her bones. And I came to realize very early on in my career that changing things up on the external wasn't going to change things up on the internal. What do I mean by that? Well, when I left my corporate job to start this business, I realized that I had recreated the same challenges that I had in my previous corporate role. 
I was working long hours. I was burning the midnight oil. I was trying to do too much in too little time. The internal pieces that I hadn't looked at were my people-pleasing nature that wants to say yes to everyone and not disappoint anybody. It involved having very leaky boundaries, again, to that point, always saying yes to everyone, trying to manage and getting myself to burnout. It involved wanting to be a superhero who was able to do it all and have it all. If I had done the deeper work to uncover some of these subconscious patternings and the way that I was operating, I don't know if I would have necessarily had to leave my corporate job. I think I might have found a different role and if I'd been able to navigate some of these internal challenges that I would face anywhere that I was working, perhaps I would have found a way to feel happy and more fulfilled and perhaps had more courage and gumption to actually claim the roles and claim the spaces that I wanted to be there. Now, it's all very well to shoulda, woulda, coulda. And as a coach is something that I do, I often tend to ponder and reflect. And for any fellow coaches out there, I know that you'll (laughs) resonate with me in this. And this is not about saying like, I wish I'd done this before. It's all a lesson. It's all a journey. And I share this with you because sometimes making a career change is 100% the right thing for you to do. Maybe the culture isn't right. Maybe the people you're working with, you're just not available to work with anymore. Maybe you've just evolved into needing something different. Sometimes maybe you don't need a career change. Maybe it really comes down to some of those internal pieces that I just mentioned. So how do you know when you need to make a career change? And once you do know, how do you make it happen? Well, let's unpack this a little bit more. When you need to make change, I just want to say off the bat that this is normal. As human beings, we're always growing and evolving. Life isn't meant to be stagnant. You know, there's that famous saying that the only constant in life is change. So naturally, we are going to ask this question, not because anything has gone wrong, but simply because you're an evolving and growing person. And as the high achieving, compassionate types that I tend to attract, you are going to be thinking about, well, how can I continue to grow? How can I continue to evolve and do all this amazing work that I feel like I'm here to do? So I just want to contextualize that so that you know that if you want to make a change, this doesn't mean that you're inconsistent or you're flaky or it's not going to look good on your CV or resume, wherever you live and what word you use. These are some of the things that keep us stuck. And there are a lot of shoulds that tell us that we have to do things a certain way. So I invite you just to take a breath. No, okay, if you want to make a change, awesome. That's something within you that you want to honor, something you want to feel, which brings me on to the step. Step number one, when you need to make a career change and don't know how, the first thing you want to do is just take a pause and breathe. I mean it just right now with me. Just take a pause and breathe. Just take a moment to appreciate where you are. I acknowledge it's not always easy to be in a place of flux and I appreciate that this is very real for you. But before you jump into strategy and how and what are the solutions and who else could you work for and how are you going to make that happen? Or if you're pivoting into business, how can you find those clients? What's that business model? What's that service or what's that product? Before you jump into how, just be here for a moment and acknowledge, I desire a change and that is okay. Step two, I invite you to uncover what's the real problem at the heart of your desire for change? There is something at the heart of it. What is it? And it might not just be one thing. There may be threads. 
For some of my clients, it's knowing that, okay, that line up the corporate ladder stops where they are and they know there's no trajectory for them. And as people who love to grow and develop, that's not an option. They don't want to stagnate. So the problem is I have no career trajectory here. I don't see my future. For others, it's, oh my gosh, like the culture of this organization has changed. The expectations that are placed upon me, I can't do this anymore. So what's at the heart of the change is not being able to cope with the workload and the expectations. For others, it can simply be a change of heart and a bit of a soul awakening to say, you know what, I don't want to spend my hours doing whatever it is that I'm doing. I'm feeling called to show up somewhere else like that feels more meaningful for me. So before you jump into strategy, I want you to get to the heart of your desire for change. And as I said before, in my example, sometimes an outer change isn't what's actually needed. It's more internal. So take a beat, take a moment to reflect what's at the heart of the problem here. For me, going back to that example that I mentioned for myself, this hard work ethic that I have, I think it's still very much a part of me. I've definitely toned it down a little bit, but that drive and that ambition to learn and grow and evolve and do more, that's very much a part of myself. And for me, I realized that the heart of the problem is my, or at least back then, and is still continues to be a challenge, is learning how to set boundaries that really honor my priorities and learning to honor my yes and learning to honor my no. And so what's at the heart, going back to when I was in my corporate job, I felt very overwhelmed, overworked, and the truth was the desire at the heart of my need to change was, yes, I did feel like perhaps I wasn't in the right field or industry, but really what was at the heart of it was feeling overwhelmed and burnt out and like I wouldn't be able to keep up at that pace should I stay in that career trajectory. So get honest, like what's at the heart and be honest here. It's okay to admit that there are these pieces that aren't working. The third thing you want to do is to ask yourself, what's it going to take to navigate the change? So what are all the steps that are required to really address this problem here? So you might think, okay, if there's no career trajectory for me at this existing organization, what's it going to take to navigate this change? Well, ultimately, what's your end goal? You want to step into an organization to work where you really desire to work that harnesses your skills and is a great opportunity. Well, there's going to be quite a few steps there. Like what are the other jobs you could take? What are the industries? If that's what you're opening up to, what companies, what roles do you know people there? What are your strengths? What are your skills? Let's go back to who you are and like, what's the zone of excellence that you offer and the zone of genius that you offer to your organization. If you're thinking about navigating a change because of the culture of the organization that you work in, similar deal. You're going to look at like, what else do you need to do? If the change is something more internal in nature, perhaps then what's really going to be required is to do some shadow work, look at what's going on for you, work with someone to really support you in getting to know yourself and your blind spots. The fourth step that you want to look at is just acknowledging, well, as you come into reality with what's the problem that's at the heart of wanting to make a change and all the steps that are going to be required to navigate that, how does that feel? And I invite you here to really pause and let yourself feel that. Maybe it feels heavy. Maybe it feels hard. Maybe it feels frustrating. And that's okay. You don't have to say that this is all rainbows and butterflies. It's not. Even though change is inevitable and it's a constant in life, it's not always easy. So taking a beat just to acknowledge how it is that you feel and to meet all of the discomfort that's here. 
And I speak more about this in last week's episode where I talk about how you want to really feel what it is that you're feeling and not skip straight to gratitude. So if you want to check out that episode, you can. It's episode 16 of the podcast. And there I also reference the podcast on embodiment and how that's really important to really begin to unpack what it is that you're feeling and to really let yourself move through all the emotions. So going back to that example of like, if you know that you're in the wrong place and you don't want to work where you're working at the moment, that can bring up a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of frustration. I know for me, it certainly did. I felt very guilty. I felt very disappointed in myself. And if we don't really let ourselves feel, then we run the risk of jumping into the next thing too soon or being persuaded to stay when we really don't want to stay. So allowing yourself to feel is really important. And then the final step is then you identify the strategy because you've come to a clean place within yourself. We acknowledge this is hard and you've come to a place where you know that, okay, this is human. This is going to be hard, but this is the right thing that I want. Then you identify the strategy, whether that's getting personal support for yourself to take some time to nut down on the clarity on what's the actual thing that you're trying to change. The strategy doesn't have to be super tangible. It doesn't have to mean like go out and research three other companies that you could work for. Or, you know, if you're pivoting into business, what's your business model going to be? Although it might be. It can be something outer in terms of that perspective, or it can be something inner. Maybe you do want to unpack the threads of that tendency to people please, or that tendency to say yes when you actually need to say no. There are many different ways that you can support yourself in this. And I invite you to remember both the inner and the outer pieces and these two components which are at play when it comes to navigating a career change. Okay, that's a wrap. Today we explored what to do when you need to make a career change and you don't know how. We explored the five guideposts to navigating a career change. Number one, pause, breathe, and acknowledge where you are. Number two, get clear on the real problem that's at the heart of your desire for change. Number three, get clear on what's it going to take to navigate this transition. Number four, taking a moment just to honor how that feels. And then from that place, number five, identifying the strategy, acknowledging that it may or may not be what it is that you think. It could be something external and super tangible. Or it might be something more internal where you want to do some of that deep inner work. If you feel like you need to make a career change and don't know how, I really feel you. And I want you to know that you are not alone. And I'm really curious actually to know what it is that you're taking away from today's episode. So if you feel called, come on over and DM me on Instagram or send me an email. I'm at hello at SiobhanVarnes.com and let me know. What's your biggest insight or takeaway from today's episode? If you want to catch the show notes with the links that I mentioned along the way, come on over and check them out over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash 17. That's the number one seven. Until next time, please remember you are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding, and merely surviving. You matter. Thank you so much for listening in to Your Soul Aligned Career, the podcast. You can download more episodes and subscribe over on iTunes. And if you've loved listening in, please come on over and leave a review. Before you go, I want you to remember this. 
You are here for a reason. There is no one in the world like you who can do what you do the way you do it. You have a unique soul and a unique soul archetype that you're here to express in the world. If you want to find out what yours is so that you can build on your strengths, be more of who you really are and do more of what you're here to do, come and take the free assessment over at SiobhanBarnes.com forward slash quiz.